passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Poison Rana. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you're using. And of course... YouTube.com slash post wrestling. As I realize my laptop is about to die. Oh. There we go. We're good. We All got right. this. We, we did got it. this. Uh, yes, welcome. It's Tuesday night. That means Braden and Davey from Poison Rana were here to invade the post wrestling feed and we're here to talk about NXT. Oh, yes, we are. Because we are your NXT friends. Friends. And we'll always be your NXT friends. Maybe this Vengeance Day, you, you won't have a- any... Uh, any friends. You don't have someone to be your vengeance yeah. on Vengeance Day. So we'll, we'll, we'll be here for We'll you. be here for you, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, Vengeance Day happening this Saturday. Yes. Uh, we will be doing a post-show. We will be going live at 2 p.m. on YouTube, on the post-wrestling YouTube. Correct? Yes, but yes. the next day. The next day, 2 p.m. Yeah. on the Sunday. It will be in our regular Poison Rana slot uh, but this week, t- uh, talking all about uh, Vengeance Day. Yeah, so Vengeance Day, we're not going to go live right after, but we will be going live uh, the Sunday after at 2 p.m. So come hang out with us. The audio will be, I think I'll put it on both feeds, the Post and uh, yeah. Poison Rana feed. So uh, go check that out this weekend. Come hang out with us on Sunday after Vengeance Day. Gives you time to watch it. Maybe you'll be watching live. Maybe you'll be catching up the next day. So uh, we'll be talking all about it as we're on the road to Vengeance Day. Oh, yes, we uh, Yeah, and we'll talk maybe about some predictions as we t- talk about the go-home version of NXT here tonight. But today, Tuesday, January 31st, 2023, marks a very important day. It's Kota Ibushi is free day. He's a free agent, yeah. Wow. And already had some matches announced, right? This is crazy. Just coming out during NXT, that GCW... Uh, snag Coda for some dates coming up, and a big one already is Coda Bushi Speedball Mike Bailey. Nice. Blood That's sport. a blood sport, right? So Ooh. it's going to be a different. Will, will we see Killer Coda there? I guess. You're going to see a lot of kicks. Uh, yeah, I mean, we haven't seen this guy wrestle since the G1 in 2020. Yeah, no, sorry, 2021. Right? Pretty wild. It's been. I, I'm right there, right? Yeah, it was 2021 yeah. in the G1 where he got injured in the final, and we haven't seen him since. And then Damn. he's had all these issues with uh, with New Japan and stuff, and he's he's free. 
Um, the speculation is obviously going to be out there for AEW. I don't see at this point why it wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, exactly. This guy's one of my, one of my favorite wrestlers. He's, yeah. he's one of ours. We've talked about him for a long time, going way back when you did the, the CWC show. So, um, I, I can't wait to see what's next for this guy. It, it was really weird. The, the whole New Japan stuff, like even when he was champ, it, it was just a minute, really. Yeah, and, it was weird. Uh, but the pandemic injuries, pandemic yeah. and injuries as yeah. well. So uh, I'm Wait. super excited to see what's next for this guy and mixing up with some fresh, fresh people. Yeah, when you say Coda uh, did the CWC, you mean Kota Bushi did the Cruiserweight Classic? Which yes. I mean, maybe maybe we're looking at this all wrong. Maybe he's getting these GCW dates out of his 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 frustrations out, and then he's just coming home to WWE. NXT. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That'd be the weirdest. Not no NXT. Come he on. needs a no, rematch with. Buddy Matthews first wasn't wasn't that one of his NXT matches? Uh, he had the, the sick one with Cedric Alexander. He did, think, and then yeah. I I feel like because he was then on TV like NXT TV for a couple of times, and I think he faced both Blake and Murphy in singles. I, a weird. weird memory. Yeah, we're not we'll there get yet. There on one was day next. Was next. Yeah, we're not but. there yet on our retro NXT shows. Uh, but we he did face Bobby Roode at like a at a house show NXT house show back in the day as well, which yeah. is interesting. But yeah, Kota Bushi free is definitely something that ex- it definitely excites me. I'm a big Golden Lovers fan, so take my money, please. Danielson versus Ibushi. Prayer circle up that we see that next week uh, mm. on AEW because of the whole gimmick with Danielson fighting all sorts of different guys. Tomorrow's Thatcher. So like, how crazy is I, I'd love to see that match. I don't know if that's almost uh, too big. Just do it. Um, because you kind of have to have, uh, you kind of have to have Brian win that. Yeah. And I don't know if you'd want to have uh, Ibushi lose right away on TV. I, I feel you can build, build him up something bigger than that. Uh, but don't get me wrong, that's a match I absolutely want to see. He'll be sitting in the crowd on Saturday at Vengeance Day in Charlotte. Yes. Next to Ric Flair. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll see. I, I just looked. I'm not crazy. Yeah, he had a match with B- Buddy Matthews. Wow. Um, he could rematch it yeah. in AEW. Uh, yeah, that's something that's definitely interesting. Uh, if you want to hear all our thoughts on everything else from this past weekend, including the Royal Rumble, uh, anyone listening to us, check out uh, our Poison Rana feed over on our own podcast. Search in your podcast at Poison Rana. We just dropped a show. We just dropped a show on Sunday, giving all our thoughts on the Rumble and the Sami Zayn bloodline, this and that. So go check that out. It's on our free feed, and our free feed has a lot of fun stuff as well as shot in the dark with Sino covering all the other wrestling in the world that you may or may not watch, and he gives you uh, little bits and bobs of little things in 15 minutes or less every Thursday on our feed as well. Uh, but we also have some free shows, like uh, a non-wrestling show where it's just me and Jordan literally talking about random questions from the audience. Uh, we also have What Up Doe with Sino and B Detroit. We're going to have another one, in, I believe, what, next week? Uh, next which- week, covering more kind of pop culture, video games, hip-hop. Yeah, uh, especially all uh, obviously all based around wrestling. Yeah, well. I know those two are definitely interested in The Last of Us, which uh, I can't wait to hear some of their thoughts because I've been a p- pretty big fan of that show so far. So yeah, uh, it's great. I need to catch up. I've only seen yeah. the first episode so far. I it's one of my favorite games. I think it's one of the best games ever made. So yeah, I not yeah. only played a whole lot, but it's the best game I've right. ever played. Um, yeah, I can't wait for this. Well, uh, go check us out on our free feed. It's it's all these different shows, and we do so many weekly. But if you do want to hear more of us, go to our Patreon.com slash Poison Rana because we do something here. We like to pour one out when someone leaves WWE mm. or leaves NXT or things like that. And, I mean, a year ago, Shane McMahon, 
took his ball and went home. Well, took his 800 thou after the Rumble appearance and went home. He got released. Got released. He didn't take his ball. Yeah, he got sorry. fired. Got fired by yeah. Pops. Uh, and then Stephanie, we, so so we did a show. We did a show, Best Match Ever, Shane McMahon, where we looked, reviewed, and rated all the, just celebrated the best of Shane's matches. We're doing the same thing for Stephanie McMahon, and we're recording it this week. Yeah, um, I'm quite looking forward to this one, looking at all the all the wonderful matches the, the, the leader best. of the women's revolution uh, <laughs> has had in her career. Uh, but we will not be doing this alone. Uh, we like having guests on these shows sometimes. And while well, we've recruited someone from Grapple Spotlight, uh, we we ha- had already reached out to him, be like, hey, have a think. Do you want to yeah. do a, a best match ever down the line? And then when the news of Stephanie came out, I was like, well, there's only one man we can get. Matty Edwards, uh, who, uh, big WWE stan over there at Grapple. Okay. Uh, he'll be joining us. Uh, I think this show is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so uh, think get your thinking caps on of the best Steph. We're going to talk about some Steph moments Steph as well. Steph moments as yeah. well as matches. Which, uh, that's on our Patreon this week. We also have another Was Next. We mentioned we go through Retro NXT. So we got uh, some some looking at Sami Zayn, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Looking at Sasha Banks, Monet. Uh, there's some crazy tie-ins to the future. Oh, yeah. What goes on. We're, in, we're at the very end of 2013 in that show. But that will be coming out next week. Yeah. We're, we're banking this one because Got you. I'll be away. So uh, that'll be on the feed next week. But if you do want something free, well, we have recorded a show on our Patreon last year around this time for Valentine's Day. So we thought we'd give it out to you people for free if you haven't checked it out in case you need some Valentine's love this this month. This Vengeance Day. This Vengeance yeah. Day. We did a top five moments of love in pro wrestling. So we look at all the weddings, all the crazy love angles, breakups. A lot more Stephanie McMahon. A lot of well. Stephanie. Double double <laughs> stuff double header Steph. this this week. So we're giving out that for free on the Poison Rana feed as well. So yeah. go follow the socials for all that stuff. But lots and lots of podcasts, and we would love your feedback and love any of you guys listening to all Absolutely. these shows. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, it feels it feels hot. Road to WrestleMania feels like a hot product. We we did give our thoughts on the Rumble. Uh, obviously, we're we're not alone. We're pretty high on the whole Sami Zayn bloodline mm. stuff. Oh my goodness, he's left laying there. But like now, it's looking like you know Sami going forward, getting the singles match against Roman at the Chamber in Montreal. Still now advertising Cody v Roman at yeah. WrestleMania. It's it's definitely a weird one and. Because, and maybe maybe it's a good position to be in, in a way, because years they've relied on kind of, you know, legends, names from the past to kind of fill out these manias. And I'm sure we might have some of that. But the fact that you we're going to WrestleMania with two very viable, strong main events, because Roman Cody is something I want to see. Yeah. Rather than kind of when we go back to that um, Daniel Bryan time in 2014, Batista Randy Orton was a match I did not want to see. And everyone was like, I just want Brian. I just want Brian. Yeah. It does feel weird because this does feel like the hottest feud and should be the main event of WrestleMania. And I think if Chamber was anywhere else but Montreal, I'd be a bit more sour on it. But the fact you're going to get that like incredible reception. It's going to be crazy it, hot. Like I'm picturing, you know, punk in Chicago money in the bank kind of thing. Right. Is what I'm hoping for. And I think you'll get that. Yeah. I'm starting to wonder, like, would it, if you're not getting, which it looks like we're not, Sammy and Roman at Mania, you're going with Roman Cody, have the tag titles main event night one. 
Right. I mean, that's clearly where they're going, I, right? Like, like, clearly Kevin comes out to save him from yeah. Jay. At Jay has to cost him the match. Jay's got a decision yeah. to make. And yeah. he's going to use that. He's going to finally make that decision at that show, maybe, you know, costing Sammy the match. And then KO comes out. Clearly, that sets up a huge I, match. I for think Mania. that would be a really good statement. You've got the two, the two nights, right. the two main events. I think actually these tag titles are something that, you know, they've gone undefeated for a long time. The U- Usos are a main event act. I think it's something all four guys deserve because ladder war. Yeah, why not? As much as we're like obviously singing the praises of Sami Zayn, like Jay Uso has been a fucking star in Oscar this nominee. whole story. Uh, Jay Uso. So I, I'd love that, and I think that might be like a nice kind of happy medium that sort of like has makes everyone happy. You get yeah. the Roman Sami match next month, or well, in a couple of weeks now, isn't it? And then you get KO Sami. Winning the tag titles night one of WrestleMania, having that big celebration night two Roman Cody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it sounds like it could be a, a pretty strong show. Yeah, that would be the the route to go. And and either all those things sound awesome. And I think they're they're knocking it out the park. Rock killing it in the ratings again two weeks in a row. Like so, yeah. Uh, it it feels like a WrestleMania season. I think the Rumble did a good job of like getting people. I don't know. I feel like this past week a lot of wrestling fans who kind of dropped out or kind of like oh man i like this you're hearing the very reluctant jaded like anti-wwe fans being like it's pretty good it's pretty good closing angle pretty good yeah that's exactly what i've been hearing uh so i mean it's cool that uh nxt is finally going on the road they didn't piggyback of rumble this weekend they're in a completely different city next this upcoming weekend so it is interesting that they didn't just kind of do it that right when you think it would be easier to just do that but it's like a whole separate like entity which uh is pretty sweet so yeah um i i forgot to mention that next week you will be away so i'm going to be joined by john Cena mm. from shot in the dark as well to talk about all the fallout from uh vengeance day and then i also have here in, in my notes uh have you tried a logan paul prime energy drink yeah is it an energy drink it's i guess so i think that's what it's marketed as no right yeah uh no i like, I'll try it. Someone gives me one. I can't say I'm particularly I saw, excited about it. Th- I thought he was teasing that he was going to have a, a fight in the UFC. Mm. But then he's like, nah, it's, they're just, just going to put their name on my drink, too. This thing seems to be doing crazy. I've I never thought, heard I thought we were kind of over-energy drinks by this time. But wait, is it I an thought, energy drink? I think so. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, it's just, I thought it's like a, like Gatorade or something. Isn't that Gatorade an energy drink? Is it? I don't know. A sports Okay, sports drink. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, sports drink. Energy drink, yeah. I thought Logan Paul was going to be wrestling in WWE and fighting in the UFC. I didn't even realize he... I, it's it's crazy, though. This thing, like, in the UK, apparently it's it's super rare and people, like, buying them up and selling them on and stuff. They're just at, like, Circle K down the road. There's loads of them. Should we buy some and sell some? It, Profit? I, I mean, how much is it over here? Profit on this? I do remember, actually, when I... This time last year, I was uh, back home in in london and uh i was working for uh i was doing a bunch of events at wembley arena and the week before i did an event there um ksi was doing a show there yeah like ksi is doing the other co-owner of this drink yeah and that's when he basically said at the end of the show hadn't told any of the staff was like oh and yeah and i've got a limited supply of prime you can buy as soon as the show's ended so obviously it was a complete like stampede of Jeez. people there just and trying stuff to get like, this oh, you could have given us a, a heads up they're like yeah we're handing out these free drinks go and get prime but 
I don't know. Could have got one and sold it. Uh, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, like, I just I thought he was gonna be fighting, so I was like, okay, that's it's cool. Fighting, he's fighting Seth. Mania. Can't he can't? That could be night one main event. Can't handle Seth freaking Rollins and a UFC match. Come on. That's exactly. I was like, whoa, man. Mm. I mean, what if they fought in the octagon? Yeah. <laughs> Fight pit. Uh, I th- I thought uh, Seth. I first, you know, I watched the Rumble and Logan Paul is the one who eliminated Seth Rollins, but uh, after some some some. Some choice words from Seth Rollins in one of those interviews from this past weekend. I figured the WrestleMania match was Seth Rollins versus CM Punk. After calling him <laughs> cancer to the WWE, stay away from my locker room and my company. Mm. Damn. Is it an angle, bro? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people have the, the same sentiment. just thought that was pretty interesting, yeah. Seth saying that. Should we talk about some NXT? I think so. Yeah, let's get into it. All right. NXT from January 31st, 2023. Brayden, can you believe it's almost February? I thought you were going to say... It's almost summer. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. We're really... We really are. And we open with a match that's been built for quite a while. The Creed Brothers finally getting their hands on... Finally. Inda Sheer, Sanger and Veer. Um, coming out to... Um, Sanger's kind of changed his gear. He's not in the, the boot and trunks anymore. They're in more kind of... Say, kind of traditional Indian gear would yeah. you say like baggy especially pants, the red kind of the thing. the gold trim um, yeah yeah the but white. also a bit of a maybe like mma influence with the gloves and the braids they're both going for the braids <laughs> yeah tonight. they're going for the cornrows yeah uh, it kind of sort of yeah uh like i liked how Sanga had like before like the just black kind of almost like a thug yeah. kind of thing but i guess being in the tag team looks a bit more flashier this way uh jinder mahal's with them at ringside and uh Obviously, Ivy Nile is out there with the Creeds. Uh, Julius and Veer start, and I, I haven't seen Veer wrestle for a long time and actually think he's, he's improved since I last saw. He had a lot of speed here, kind of both Julius and Veer matching each other with spe- speed and size. And then Veer delivers this huge, like, leaping elbow drop on Julius. Uh, the Creeds then start to double hip toss Veer, getting in control of them. And they do their move where Julius gut wrench suplexes Brutus on top of Veer. Yeah. Um, Indusheer come back and hit the, is it the gun stun or the stun gun where you string them up on the top yeah, rope? Yeah, stun gun. Stun gun, like assisted one uh, slamming them down. And then the leapfrog sit out onto Julius from Sanger and Veer. Uh, there's then a takedown from Julius to Sanger, but as Sanger goes down, he manages to make the tag to Veer at the same time who gets in control and dominates Julius for quite a while until Julius Creed comes back with the Enziguri, makes the tag to Brutus, who comes in and does his Brutus smash stuff, just double clubbing blows. He's uh, he's nuts, man. He's hitting like this, like in almost high angle, angle slam, like lifting yeah. the guy differently. Like he's he, crazy. He also does, we've seen him do the, the cannonball off, yeah. the, off the top, but did it where... He runs at you, he bounces. He runs you like on the apron and bounces him off there he's like lean back and yeah. just bounces at the guys yeah it's cool deadlift suplexes german suplexes and then a standing moonsault from brutus julius comes in hits the running shooting star and then a huge gut wrench powerbomb from julius to veer this was impressive like yeah. he, veer's big and he got him up he did the like struggle and then got him right up in the it's air it's like struggled twice but i think almost you know purposely to do the classic like oh does he oh, it looks oh, better when it's oh, like that I man think actually like look julius looks so yoked he's he's so yeah. jacked but 
these guys are huge. So it is very impressive. Like you think of, uh, you were comparing when we were watching, like comparing it to like Tyler Bate, but Tyler Bate did similar things to like Walter Gunther Mm. when he was a bit bigger, but I'd still say like the way he lifted him here was like, man, that's how you get a hernia or something. Cause the way he lifted him, do like faked out a few times. It's Cesaro S. Like, whoa, yeah. man. Yeah, Julius. What are they? Where? What are they feeding them down in yeah. the PC? This guy is an absolute monster. He hits his rolling Death Valley driver, and then Jinder grabs the ankle. So Ivy Nile gets in Jinder's face, and as Julius runs the ropes, he bumps into Ivy, <gasps> sending her flying. She took quite the tumble here. She did. And then there's a huge lariat from Veer, followed by the choke slam from Sanger. And Indusheer put pick up the win over the Creed brothers. Oh man, yeah. So the story is that Ivy didn't even want these guys to face these two. He didn't. She didn't want the Creeds to face because they're they're scary and they're mm. big and they could hurt you. This match has been like teased and called off, and then finally brought to happen. And then it's Ivy who ends up pretty much costing them yeah. the match. So it almost was like, wait, is this like somehow a turn where she? Leaves them because it's kind of it is her fault, really. But we were we were kind of saying, hey, where's Roddy? He could come back to help them. But it wasn't like Jinder was like too like in there as like you know. No, yeah. he didn't do enough to yeah bring back Roddy from hospital. Exactly, <laughs> get him out of the chair. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, it it like definitely stretches the feud. So like I feel like there's still some some juice to get out of this I match. So, yeah. And I do still think the three on three would be the like kind of end game for this mm. feud. So the, these, the, all this character and this storyline isn't really, isn't going to be featured on vengeance day. So that's why I think it happened this way with the finish, because now it can like prolong it for the next few weeks. It, it is a shame. The creeds, especially are not on vengeance day. Yeah. Cause uh, they're a great act, but I, I did enjoy this match and I, I think industry have, improved vastly since we last saw them in nxt like they've got some real power and speed and i i wouldn't say you're they're your generic monster tag team which when they were with bivens back in the day they absolutely were those lumbering big lads just roaring and hitting power moves i thought they showed a bit more than that so and matching that with the kind of sheer strength of the creeds i thought this was a pretty fun match actually to open and i'd i'd welcome a, a rematch between the two yeah the uh, the man with the golden glove cut through the diamonds mm. here tonight. <laughs> well, we see uh, Tyler Bate and Axiom backstage, uh, and they're just watching some some old NXT UK on Peacock on their tablet. Yeah, first of all, these guys don't get their own like area where they got screens or something. I guess that's okay, cool. But they're, they're like, hey, do 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 you want to watch Indusheer uh, versus the Creeds right now? Nah, do you want to watch me face a kid from like two years, years ago? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it is uh, okay. really bizarre. Yeah, it's like at Raw when it's like, do you want to watch show? Nah, let's play poker like stage. <laughs> nah, say this is better than poker. So th- they're playing the joke about Tyler Bate saying like, ah, you know, you you remind me of a kid and. Axiom's like, like, I'm not a kid. What are you talking about? (laughs) He's like, good one. I've not heard that. (laughs) You thought I forgot. (laughs) You think you know me? (laughs) You think I'm Naomi? He says, I think I, uh, oh, I get that a lot. And they just say, how about we go out there, have a match and create a masterpiece tonight. And then Damon Kemp comes in and just mocks them both for wanting to go out and have a good match. And says, I was over in the UK and that UK scene is soft. And the European style is overrated. And then Tyler calls Kemp a wazzock. 
And Aikid is like a wazook. What's that? And he goes, uh, he's a pendejo. Oh, which, pendejo. Pendejo. Which I guess means wazook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm. But I'm learning great the swang, uh, slang here. Slang. Pendejo. Did you know wazook? No, I didn't know wazook. Oh, okay. I did know pendejo. I taught you Wally earlier, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that on a show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not out yet. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Wally, not the Pixar movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you had my interest as soon as you said Pendejo. <laughs> that too, by Axiom and, uh, and Bait later. We see Zoe Stark come out and uh, she's having a match with Indy Hartwell. We see a earlier today uh, video where Indy is just in the locker room being like, hey girls, I was in the Rumble on Saturday. Did in- you see me in the Royal Rumble? Indy Hartwell talking to the the women's locker room here in NXT like she's Grandpa Simpson talking to kids. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I was in the Royal Rumble. I was in the Rumble. One day you could be like me and be in the Royal Rumble. And Zoe Stark comes in and Indy says like, hey, you attacked Nikita, didn't you? And Zoe's like, if I attack Nikita Lyons, uh, everyone would know about it. I wouldn't do a sneak attack like that. And she makes fun of Indy. She goes, oh, yeah, you're gloating about being in the Rumble? You were in it like 10 seconds. I was in there for half an hour. And you got eliminated where you did the dumb move where you pointed at the sign. And Indy goes, it was a thumbs up. Thumbs up. So, um, and then Sol Ruka gets involved because she's been going at it with Zoe as well. And, well, Zoe tells her to mind her own business. Uh, I do think Indy, she's... She's been coming across quite unlikable. Yeah. She's meant to be a baby face, but stuff like just being in the back glow, that's like a, that's like a Grace and Waller thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, like I yeah. was in the rumble and all stuff like that. It's really weird. And it, there's still definitely a disconnect of character with her. Um, but yeah, we get into the match and there's a big boot from Indy to Zoe as she's draped across the second rope. Uh, Zoe comes back with a nice sliding lariat and then a sidewalk slam from Indy for a two. Uh, Zoe hits her, like, Arabian moonsault to Indy. Uh, They start trading forearms and actually uh, get a little bit more aggressive here. Indy fires up, hits the clothesline and spinebuster, goes for her springboard, but gets shoved off. And then Zoe hits the, what do we call it, the Zoe to sleep, the Zoe go round. They say, yeah, Zoe go round. It's like, that's what you landed on? Mm. The Zoe to sleep would be so perfect. Um, And picks up the win here. um, And after the match... uh, Zoe's continuing the attack on Indy when Sol Ruka runs out for the save and Booker T asks uh, Zoe for a cup of coffee. Yeah, that was weird. I thought... I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that. Like, am I missing... I've never heard that one before. Can I have a cup of coffee? Give me a cup of coffee. It's normally like a derogatory thing, Yeah, yo, go get me a cup of coffee. Like, hey, intern. Yeah, exactly. It's like undermining someone. So is that what he's trying to do? Booker doing it to Zoe just felt weird, but... Um, I thought the two matched up quite nicely. Both went in a little hot. Like, both are not afraid to, like, hit each other. Zoe, especially. I didn't mind this, but it there's just definitely that disconnect with Indy for me. Yeah, the Indy thing is so strange. Seeing seeing her in the Rumble was great. I thought both of them had great gear as well. Indy's definitely, like, the, definitely pops with, like, the teal and the pink there. Mm. Just bring Indy up, scrap Dex, whatever they're doing, tease the index stuff, run that back. It'll totally get over with the main just, audience. Just have the way up there. Yeah, have now. the whole way. They would, they would be so good. Like, you have the bloodline right now that are, like, the overpowered Roman being this nasty man, right? Mm. You get the geeks in the way. Like, 
You just do that. Like, it, it doesn't have to be something forever, but I think yeah. having them as a group would help all four of them be yeah. something rather than... I mean, Johnny's going to be in the Elimination Chamber, which is cool, but there's just not a whole lot yeah. happening with him and Dex. So It was cool to see him in the, in the Rumble, but it seemed like people just didn't really care. Compa- comparing to, like... Back when he was in the Rumble, when he was a hot thing in he NXT. He probably had a bigger reaction when he, he came did. from NXT. Yeah, you know? absolutely like, he did. Uh, I also, while we're kind of on the subject of Indy gloating about being in the Rumble, it was cool seeing NXT being represented in the Women's Rumble with Indy, Roxanne, and Zoe Starks. We didn't, I, I wanted to see Sol Ruka. She was listening to Indy here. She's going to be next, next year. year next, next year, she's going to steal the show. Don't worry. But we didn't see any in the Men's Royal Rumble, actually. So it, it, it did, I do believe that Kofi Kingston, if he didn't botch his spot for the second year in a row, mm. I think Booker was supposed to throw him out. I think so. We need we need to, we, we need to so. see that storyline be brought back up. There wasn't really any mention of it tonight. It will be interesting to see now the Rumble's over if Booker continues being as heavy with the New Day. Because yeah. I didn't notice any comments he did, tonight. He didn't Not really that the get New it. Day were really in he did, it. Yeah, they didn't get an opportunity to. But it would be interesting to see because I 100% yeah. think that. That would have been the spot. Just, just I was, I was picturing, you know, Braun Breaker showing up. You put Roxy the champ in there, and I figure Braun getting in there. I just they didn't. I want mean, their men's to... division is pretty stacked, stacked as yeah. well. Like, yeah, I guess. think you had that whole rumble without anyone from the bloodline in it. Like True. it's, yeah, unless you've got an interesting thing for them to do, because yeah. I think all the NXT women didn't really do much in there. Yeah, uh, and going back to NXT here tonight, I didn't think too much of this Indy and Zoe match. I do think it would be interest- more interesting if Zoe just was like, yeah, I took her out again because she was the one who hurt Nikita. But uh, going forward, I, f- I feel like anyone attached to Indy, the feud is just kind of thing because she's still a babyface heel. I'm not sure. I-, I imagine the reason why Nikita's, sorry, Zoe's not taking credit of it. This isn't, Zoe's, sorry, Nikita's going to be out for a while. Right. Like they showed her, her successful surgery later and they say like she's going to be up for months so it's you don't know where everyone's going to be so once she's ready for her return that's when you continue the who done it i know and it could be it could be anyone who did it it could be someone who's a nobody in nxt right now who will be somebody by then and gives them something but You've got to move Zoe on to something else because you can't just have Nikita yeah. Lynn. Yeah, what did I say last week? It probably was Sol Ruka because she's now she's got her push. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I actually like Sol Ruka coming up for the save here, and that is a match I want to see. And I do want to see Sol go over uh, Zoe. And I do think there is something there with Hasn't her a lot. She, she's got a win on her already, no? Sorry, she beat uh, Al... Oh man, I'm blanking. Uh, we, I watched she beat Alba Fire last yeah, week. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but now clearly we're going to get this match like next week, yeah. I imagine. Um, we get a vignette for the schism, and they say, We've been kept from the championship since the Dyad's inception, and we will alter others' reality. And uh, not Alba Fire, Ava Rain goes on Rock to say kid. that Chase, you worships a false idol. You are not a family. You are a abusive and it's showing clips of andre chase going like get the fuck out mark get the fuck out devious as it shows uh duke hudson and delusional and chase you will fail and there is no unit stronger than the schism because you know what brayden we have four roots one motherfucking tree one family one tree yeah Yeah, uh they put their yellow masks on 
like it, it is pretty funny ch- kind of showing like hey look chase you's not th- not the good guys look he's swearing mm. we're nice we're a family these yeah. guys like it's, so I it's don't very trust each other he's devious yeah it's very what like culty mm. charles manson type thing family kind of thing but uh yeah i still think young rock's got a little way to go but i'm i'm i i, st- I think they're going they're still in the realm of young joke rock. Pat, young Pat Patterson's booking the Rumble this Friday on Young Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I feel like uh, well, yeah, this Young Rock here, uh, right. meaning Ava Rain, she, like I feel like uh, they're getting back to the mumbo jumbo kind of stuff. Like what they're saying is true about Andre Chase and stuff, but I, I do think they're just kind of stuck in this pattern for right now. And I maybe they'll be somewhere they can go with it, but we all kind of had hope when it first kind of launched and. So far, not so good, but but Joe Gacy's definitely improved and, and been aw- kind of awesome to see. Yeah, it, it's just as, wrestle as we see at the end of the night. Um, Dyad Gyv are still in essentially the characters are different, but they're still in that same role where yeah. we like them, but they're not getting anything, any big wins or any real big meaningful matches at the end of it. Ava Rain just stands in the schism, looking at the four roots, one tree, and then she 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 looks at. What are their names now? Rip Fowler. Jagger Reed. Jagger Reed and goes like, guys, come on. Like, is this, is this the best we can do? And they go, trust me. We used to be robbing people for yeah. our meals. You, you I don't want to. She's the project for it as well. Yeah, like, of this course. Is now, yeah, her, but yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I think they're in yeah. maybe the same spot. I don't know. We see Apollo Cruz who says, I'm so excited about Vengeance Day that I've gone to Charlotte early. And he does a little tourism guide for... For Charlotte, visit charlotte.com. Talks to us about the restaurants and the, I don't know, the pier. Is there a pier in Charlotte? He's like, Charlotte, I, I'd love to go to Have Charlotte. you ever been to Charlotte? No, I'd love to go. It's somewhere I, I genuinely want to go to. I had, uh, what did I have? Uh, burgers in Charlotte. White Castle. That's what I had. Good for you. <laughs> it was great. It was so good. I recommend visit Charlotte. Visit Charlotte. <laughs> Is that a better tourist ad than what we got from Apollo Crews? Uh, speaking of Charlotte, um, Rhea versus Charlotte at Mania. True, yeah. yeah I think yeah. That's, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it does. she's got to get her win back. Yeah. Wasn't the match we were all expecting. but I think it actually makes more sense. I wasn't expecting it, but I think Rhea's so hot that if you put her against Bianca right now, I think you'd risk Bianca kind of getting some booze and stuff. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, she's like babyface essentially now yeah. against Charlotte. So, I don't know how they're going to try to make Charlotte the babyface. I, I think they're just going to lean into yeah. the popularity of Rhea. I yeah, hope so. But yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, so yeah, visit Charlotte, guys. Um, That's our review of this town, Charlotte. Yeah, I did. I I did remember going there as a kid. My dad driving us to Florida, and I mm. think we stopped there. And uh, I remember White Castle. Nice. <laughs> I've wanted to go through the Carolinas. So. Carolina, yeah, for sure. Um, so he goes on uh, that he has gone to Charlotte early to get its energy. He's he, a week early, by yeah. the way. He's yeah. there now, and he's just been—he's just going to hang out the whole week. I, do, I, do, I mean, that's what we did for New York, wasn't it? We we got there a few days early to soak in New York before post wrestling's five year anniversary. This is true, but that's New York. I mean, you know, Charlotte. Is that, do I have a match on Tuesday? I'm going to Charlotte. I guess. Yeah. Uh, something in this video made me laugh really much. Oh, we'll yeah. get there. He says. <laughs> I need two pinfalls or two submissions or one of each to win. And I've visioned this many times. I'm ready for his gameplay. And my best will always be better than his best. And if Trick gets involved, Trick will be handled. And we see a vision. It's all in red. 
and Trick is like on the apron and gets like knocked off. Oh and, my god! And you see the sort of serious Apollo look because he's he's had the flash of him. Okay, this this Trick this is so cheesy. They instantly lost everything again for me when it shows the vision. And then it like comes back like, and then the, the dream sequence goes back to his vision. He's doing like, you know, Professor X and X-Men. And then he goes, oh, and yeah. shakes his head like, what did I just see? When you wake up from a nightmare, right? But think of like uh, an acting class, but like this guy's first ever acting class. And they decided to film it and decided, wake up from a bad dream. This was his reaction. It was like, come on. I, I, I thought we were getting away with that. It made people laugh this whole week of just the image of this guy sitting in the barber chair, right? That was this, that was lame on another level. Yeah, that was lame on some other level. And somehow you managed to make it even like worse. Yes, the two out of three falls is probably going to be the best match on Saturday night. And it's the match I'm most looking forward to. But when it comes to the build in this story, it is so lame and it is so goofy. But the vision of him shaking his head. Oh, what, oh my goodness. I, this vision. He ends the, the promo saying, Mello wants to call me the past and him the future. At Vengeance Day, the past will dictate the future. Which I actually think, if you take the actual predictions, visions, things aside, I think that's a pretty good line. Right. But it's just so goofy in the context of these, these visions. You'd just be like, Carmelo Hayes, this Saturday, you won't see it coming. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of goofy, out comes Wesley. <laughs> Why? 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 Because he's what he's about to say. Oh, he was. <laughs> what he's about to this say. This guy is not cool <laughs> at all. We love, we love Mr. Lee Wes. We see him but... backstage making out with his title just before the commercial break. Yeah. Before he comes out here, um, and he says, he says, this Saturday we're going to North Kakalaki. Is that what he said? Yeah, North Kakalaki. He got. No reaction. No, a few people popped, and that's why he repeated so it. So then he said it again. I have heard this before, okay. to be fair. I have heard people say this right. before. Uh, so he's not completely, like, off. But there is, like, 12 people in the CWC. So, like, if you don't get – they don't get it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I have my biggest challenge with Dijak. He claims to be serving justice, but ultimately he just wants what is on my shoulder. And it's probably going to take an ass. I'm probably going to take an ass whooping this Saturday, but the cardiac kid will rise as your North American champion. And then we see the the like prison gates on the videos like close down and the lights go out. And Dijak comes out in his his aviators and his, his leather jacket, and he says, "Mr. Lee, I want you to soak this in." Enjoy these moments because these are your final days as North American champion. And he says, that was a very passionate speech you made. I'm thinking, was it? Was it, was it really? It wasn't really. It wasn't really that passionate. It wasn't that passionate. Um, and he says, the reality it won't make a bit of difference. You had the opportunity to hand me the championship, but you're too stupid to do that. And I'm the biggest and baddest, and I will rip this title from your cold hands. And Wes goes, yeah, that's what you're going to have to do. Pry it from my cold, dead hands. And I've gone through everything here. Every trial and tribulation I have fought. And when I felt like I couldn't anymore, the support from these fans showed me that I can reach levels I could never believe I could. And you're not just fighting me, but everyone from the Wes side. From the Wes side? From the Wes side. I like that. Uh, I love a good... I'll give him that one. A good pun. Yeah, the you West should remember that more. Um, my problem was this crowd just 
weren't into him this week. And, yeah. and the whole thing was how this crowd are behind him. And they were, they seemed pretty indifferent. But I, I got to say his promo wouldn't have really inspired me particularly. Yeah. I mean, Wes was, Wes always wasn't the like best talker in the Rascals, but he still seemed a bit more relaxed when there was like more of them, especially with him and Nash mm. Carter. Right. But there's something about like, he does seem like he genuinely is probably a cool dude, but he, something about whenever he cuts these promos that it, maybe it's just too scripted. I don't know what the deal is, but we've it's, been saying this since he's been in NXT. It's kind of, it's kind of that ricochet level to me where I, I feel you should be just cooler than right. you are. And I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe we need a bit of a character change from him. Cause he's still, he's just playing where's without Nash. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. And there, there hasn't like, yeah, we've seen him like have the story him, of struggling, yeah. but like, I don't know. I, it's, it's that kind of, you know how John Cena would just have a goofy baby face promo, but like, He'd get away with it because he's John Cena. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, yeah. It wouldn't. I, I get that from him, but it's like, yeah, you, you ain't Cena. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh. But yeah, there's just something that doesn't. This whole segment. Well, anyway, uh, Von Wagner then comes out. Yeah, it gets better. My, yeah. <laughs> what What can we do? I mean, look, they're really look. We got Wes. We got Dijak. He's talking about justice. He's talking about North Kakalaki. They're, they're drowning out there. We need someone to go out and save this segment. <sighs> Send Von. <laughs> Von Wagner. And not even that, but about two seconds in of Robert Stone's promo, Von takes the mic. <laughs> and I was like, okay, popcorn ready. So, yeah, Mr. Stone says they uh, that they take exception to being called, uh, to them being called the biggest and baddest because that is Wagner. And Wagner grabs the mic and goes, hey, die, Jack. <laughs> Take these... I can't do that. That's not fun. No, I know. Take those stupid sunglasses off because we're inside and I'm right here. And he says, the only injustice is me being overlooked. And Wes is like, well, how about a match between you two? Let's solve this justice. And come Tuesday, we will see who the biggest uh, and baddest is. Maybe this Wes isn't so bad. That was a good line. <laughs> um... And kind of insinuates, although it wasn't made official, that Come Tuesday. <laughs> whoever wins will be number one contender. Uh, yeah, I thought all three sounded horrendous. Yeah, I could not wait for this. to, to I, Like, I just wanted to see you guys wrestle. But the, the talking, every single person in this segment, I just I, usually, I don't know, something about it just irking me for sure. But it's so funny that when Vaughn's music hits, it just made me, I just die laughing. Like, well, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll, fi laugh, that'll fix it. Uh, also, Vaughn's telling Dijak, look, Dijak does look pretty silly out there with his getup, but yeah. like telling him, you know, it's like those stupid sunglasses. Yeah, he sounds like John Pollock to us when we took him to Raw. <laughs> he, what, he, 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 he did. We forced him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's something about the, the like, the, the sunglasses inside thing. You can't do it all the time, but when, when you need to, you need to. Mm. Yeah. Like at wrestling shows. Wrestling shows. There's a lot of lights at those shows. In the clubs. Very sometimes. Bright. A lot going on. A lot of sequins. And you're really high at night and you're in the 7 Eleven. hair. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Pyro. Yeah, you need your sunglasses <laughs> at wrestling shows. Um, so, yeah, this sets up the match. It's Dijak versus Von Wagner. It starts with a lot of both guys just charging at each other with shoulders and clotheslines. Uh, Dijak eventually gets in this big back elbow, followed by a super kick. Goes for his cyclone boot, but gets caught with a boot from Wagner. 
And then Von goes for a choke slam, but Dijak flips out of it and lands on his feet, which looked pretty cool, and hits his own this like south of heaven. I can't remember what he calls it. The sit out choke. The slam. hard justice. Yeah, I think south of heaven is such a way cooler name. Yeah, for uh, Wagner then hits uh, hits his like his finish, his double underhook suplex slam thing but off the second rope okay actually very impressive yeah, look i've always said von w- wagner is an incredible wrestler mm. definite One things i've always said his talking and his character all that much but i do think he's, he's got something and he look dijak's huge this butterfly yeah. suplex was beautiful and the crowd like woke up at i this, did too because uh there were lots of like what well, there was like a wagner's awful chance yeah. or something like that How disrespectful and they, they got into it here uh, Wagner goes for the angle slam, but Dijak applies the chicken wing, which seems to be his new move, to like put Wagner to sleep, which sets him up for the feast your eyes, and Dijak wins over Von Wagner. Yeah, big lads wrestling, and Dijak gets the definite win here. So we're not gonna have we're not gonna have a come Tuesday next no. week, but uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, for when it got into it, it was big lads wrestling, and they were hitting some pretty cool looking moves. Dijak is impressive when he does some of these moves where he like flips out of something and lands on his feet again for a guy his size. Thinking back to those bangers with Keith Lee, I mean, like, yeah, that's what works. What with him worked, his, right? Like yeah. high flying big lads matches. So in a weird way, like Vaughn was a pretty good dance partner because mm. Vaughn also kind of can do some some good wrestling. Again, he does not have a character. He does not really have much else going on so when he does wrestle i oh I, I go okay like i see it but everything else just definitely not clicking so uh, i knew he wasn't going to win this match clearly not setting up i don't know where you go with vaughn i i thought like i was pretty entertained and i thought they won the crowd over because i didn't think it was a good segment going into it and both are pretty lame characters as well yeah but i i got something out of this i i quite enjoyed it once put, the match got going. put the strap on vaughn that's it <laughs> So we cut to the back and Stax and Two Dimes are watching. Stax and, and Two Dimes. Sorry, uh, wait. Stax watching the wrong and show. Tony D. Yeah, Tony the D. underboss now. Yeah, okay. Channing. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Channing. Stax says that he can't stand that guy talking about Dijak. And Tony D says, don't worry, Stax, because street justice never runs out of time to be served. Did you know that? Street, there's no rush for street justice. So we can serve it next week. He's costing him the match on Saturday? Maybe. The crowbar to the face Maybe. or something? Um, and Tony asks about the two things he wanted to get done, and Stax is like, look, I'm the underboss. They're, they're already done. Oh. And that thing for next week, I got planned. See, I think these, I think he's uh, cooking something up, mm. these guys, these two uh, mobsters yeah. over here in NXT. And that's where we go to the tweet from Nikita Lyons just saying she's had a uh, successful, was it knee surgery? Yeah. Yeah. But we'll be uh, out for a while. Yeah. And then we get this great uh, video package, basically like a 60 minutes, 2020 Dateline Expo. We, they did this years ago with the Who Attacked Alistair Black thing. Right. Where it, it recreates the moment. But the best McKenzie, it's, it's Sherlock McKenzie here. Yeah. Mackenzie Holmes. She um, breaks this all down. Again, it's like this, you know, it's like 2020. They're like, okay, here's the footage we do have. And then, like, they darken out parts of it. And then they show you, like, look over here, highlighting, like. So it, it's it's replaying the clip from last week where. Uh, Money! Like, Lyra and. Who is. Oh! We were meant to get Lyra versus Cora tonight. Were we? Yeah, that was advertised okay. last week. Weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 
Um, so, but it's it's replaying it, but now pausing it and highlighting different characters from the NXT universe who are there. Um, so we see Valentina for Roy's walking away. Definitely not her. No, Come well, on. she was a little like she was a little bit mean lately. Change, yeah, true. Uh, Ariana Grace and some kind of uh, new PC talent walking away. Uh, then an unidentified woman driving off. Electra Lopez and Lola Vice walking away. Uh, and then, and as you can see there, Tiffany Stratton looking very uninterested about what's happening, searching through her bag. But is there something in her bag? And then you see mm. uh, Lash Legend and Tatum Paxley walking away. And that's where Indy Hartwell and Lyra Valkyria show up to check on Nikita. And we see Wendy Chu in her car. Oh, so uh, someone, I mean, look, uh, I watch a lot of true crime shows and to me, we, we need to wait. Is this a direct thing uh, that, that story with the, it's, it's a huge story in the States right now where it was all about the, the car, the white car. We're looking for this car. Is it like this where they, they finally found the guy and the guy's like now going to trial and stuff okay. for it. those, the call, the, 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 the the, the college, like the four kids that were like uh, murdered and the, the the news for weeks was like, hey, we're looking for this car. If anyone's seen this car or anyone, you know, because like, it could lead to us finding. Right. So it's kind of similar to this because they're like <laughs> Mackenzie not being the best detective here. Maybe they need to get uh, Amy Roback and TJ Holmes from ABC. I know they're not working too much lately uh, as of late, but they could come in here because she kind of glossed over that car. She didn't like. You know, zoom in. What, the unidentified? Yeah, like, hey, freeze right there. Let's she pause just in. She doesn't and, have that technology. Like, zoom, zoom, zoom in on that. Who is that? So, I mean, we could do our own detective work. But uh, Mackenzie still, I thought she overall did a great job of laying out the the pieces here of who shot JR. Who yeah. took out Nikita's knee. So, but apart from Indy and uh, Lyra, no one seemed fussed. Oh. Everyone was minding their own business as Nikita's on the floor. Just, which leads me to think it's probably Indy or Lyra. Right. Yeah. Indy makes sense because she's kind but of not too nice. They'll decide in nine months when Nikita's back. Yeah. I, I mean, well, they never really did decide who took out Hideo Itami in the parking lot, did they? This is true. This is true. <laughs> Such a shame. One day. One day we'll find out. Um, we then get a, a video package, which is a um, like a, a just a look into the Bron Breaker, Grayson Waller feud uh, that's been going on. Kind yeah. Of just a, a hype video for Saturday. Yeah, not quite the prime targets that we are you, you, we used to see yeah. back in the day, but you know what? Still pretty good. Definitely highlighting and putting everything in together, uh, which again, like, kind of shows that this build has been like way better than some of the other Braun yeah. builds and feuds and angles, uh, getting me way more hype for this than I was for a lot of the other matches. And like, credit to both of them, but yeah, credit to the video doing the story is Grayson's just classic heel trying to get under the skin of this guy to finally break. Braun Breaker, and now they're going to be in a cage. I, mm. I actually thought it was a it was a short, like again, not a prime target, but the way it was put together, they got some great video people over in and not just WWE, but also in NXT because I thought it was pretty good. Absolutely, I, I wouldn't have actually minded a more prime target style with these two. Considering, I, I'm surprised yeah. we haven't actually dived more into like it's been spoken about, and maybe it's f like getting rights of footage, but stuff of Waller in Survivor and stuff like that, right. and similarly. Like Bron Breaker's athletic background. True. And I think you, there, there's stuff you could get from that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get, they're starting to replay these 
videos from was it WrestleMania 21? Oh man, the I mean, Pulp Fiction one with Booker T and Eddie Guerrero. I mean, 2005, best year of professional wrestling. 2005, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. 20, <laughs> WrestleMania 21. Yeah. yeah, yeah, WrestleMania 21. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's weird because I know in in 2005 around Rumble is when they started airing these things that they would then air leading up mm. to WrestleMania. And instead, they're like, "Hey, look, we made these like years A ago." And I, I, I love them. I, I, I loved watching these. It's they, they show the one here of Booker T and Eddie doing Pulp Fiction, but like, there's so many other good ones. There's Batista and a bunch of other people doing the "Are You Talking to Me?" Yeah. Taxi Driver. Uh, but if you've not watched, I mean, they've been replaying them on Raw and SmackDown and stuff like that. I'm sure. But I, I actually thought these were so good. But it does make me think: Could you not do a few new ones? Like even one? I, I hope they're gonna get around to it. Because like, the best one that they find, I remember when they finally, I think it's WrestleMania when it opens the show and it's the final one that you get to see and it's Austin as Gladiator mm-hmm. and it was like the let's raise, unleash hell and it's like so good. Who would you, who would well, you book I, here? I mean, I think there are so many newer movies as well you can do with yeah. uh, these guys. I mean, I, I'm thinking, and this wouldn't be for WrestleMania because they're just NXT, but I would love to see Tony D'Angelo and Stax aged up for the Irishman. <laughs> Have them just, as like old men. Like, just do good fellas. They could do good well, fellas. Yeah, that, that's, but if we're thinking a bit more mod, it would be yeah, like yeah, funnier to have them as like de-aged, old men yeah. and then de-aged them to like current day or something like that. Um, but yeah, what are some... some well, because big... well, if you do, if you do, to- like, because look, Stand and Deliver is in California as well, right? Yeah. Like that weekend. So you could do like stacks being Ray Liotta True, and, yeah. and Tony D being like, what makes me so funny, right? You yeah. could do that. Uh, Axiom, there, what movie like involves someone like Kick without, <laughs> no, someone without like any emotion in their face or anything like that. Cause he wears like the mask, right. like he jokes about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, what other characters do they got? Ma- main roster people who like, okay, so your, your bloodline, who would they be? Bloodline clearly needs some, yeah. Avatar. <laughs> Is that, a, I haven't seen the new one, but you know. Uh, Avatar's huge. Let us I know. guess that's why they didn't do them because they're like, uh, no. But I mean, we're we're putting ourselves on the spot here. Yeah. I think like, there's so many huge movies out there you could, yeah, you could do, like Avengers. Yeah, right. Like that one makes a lot of sense. Bloodline Avengers would be pretty funny. Mm. A Suicide Squad. I'm trying to think of DC movie Batman. I don't know. There's there's a whole bunch. There's not any big movies out this year. I mean, I'm saying that Avatar is huge, but yeah, <laughs> you could do. Um, Trying to think which couples have we got there? Like Seth Johnny, and Becky. Seth and Becky definitely are, are one you I'm would I'm thinking, um, you know, End of La La Land with Ryan Gosling playing the piano. Right, isn't yeah. It? And yeah, she yeah. comes in, like <laughs> Emma Stone, Seth and Becky. Yeah, you I don't could know, do that. Like that yeah. yeah, yeah. You could have done Seth and Becky and Knocked Up. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, yeah. Juno or something. I don't know. Let us, so let us know. Would you? How would you book WrestleMania Goes Hollywood with... These these ads, these movie trailers and clips from famous movies with like modern day people, uh, other than Rick Boogs doing Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Get I mean, Lucha Freddy in there right now. He's got this the tash cut his hair. Yeah, true. Yeah, we could. That would be great. Yeah. I hope they do at least one like at WrestleMania. They got to do one. WrestleMania goes yeah. Hollywood. Come again. on, stop stop relying on this old stuff, guys. Yeah. I get it. It's like it's, Batista it is, is a big deal now, so let's show clips of Batista on what TV. Else was there? There's Triple H and Ric Flair, like a Braveheart one. There are some good ones, though. Mm. So we go to our next match of the evening, Tyler Bate versus Axiom. Um, and then 
Booker's off on one again at the beginning of this. Is he I talking about coffee? What was he talking about? Oh, it sounded like he was like talking, to, talking someone, to someone else. And then Vic's like, uh, what are you talking about, Book? <laughs> You're my son. <laughs> let me tell you something. Uh, let me tell you something. Look, this match was basically given to us. They're watching each other's old matches. Tyler Bate basically saying, hey, I know your axiom. Hey, look, Clark Kent, I know you're Superman yeah. here. Uh, so much that... Vic Joseph slipped up and called him a kid yeah. in the commentary of this match, and then quickly went axiom, axiom, it, axiom. It was kind of, yeah, he was going about just acknowledging these two have yeah. had matches in the past and stuff. Yeah. Um, we it was quite a creative start here because most of the whole like first couple of minutes of this match, Tyler Bate had Axiom's arm like trapped under his arm, like in a bit of an arm, arm bar, while still both wrestling and Axiom trying to escape from this, but doing some. A lot of like uh, like arm drags whilst still having the arm applied. Uh, Axiom eventually grabs the ref to flip out of it, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, Tyler Bate then does his airplane spin. Yeah, look, they go to commercial and when they come back, he's like doing the spin and then still doing it for so long and then like stops, pretends he's going to fall down, get goes up back up way. and spins the other way. Oh my God, this match was great. And then Axiom comes back with a... Uh, Kiyomiya level PK to the face, taking off Bate. Yeah, Shibata Axiom. I was ready for um, Tyler Bate to go follow Carter and just drag him out the ring and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, this is a this, huge PK. This looked huge. Um, there's then a sleeper and then a super kick from Axiom. He then goes for the schoolboy, but Bate traps the legs, kind of like the the bulldog Bret Hart spot from SummerSlam. This was blowing my, my mind, actually, how Tyler Bate countered this schoolboy into this, like, I don't know, technical Leg wizard track. thing, and then into that, yeah. that pinning thing. Very impressive. Bate hits the bop and bang, followed by his uh, bounce-off-the-top-rope lariat, then goes to the Tyler Driver 97, but this is counted into, like, a double-underhook back suplex from Axiom. Bate bridges up, and then they kind of spin around and go back down. Like uh, Axiom moves the arms around into a different hole to try and pin him down again. Yeah. Bate bridges up again, spins it round into the Tyler Driver 97 a second time. This is counted into a Hurricane Rana like with a Ray, pin attempt. Yeah, Rey Mysterio-esque Dragon yeah. Rana almost. And then uh, Tyler counters that into the Tyler Driver, this time hitting it for a third time and picking up the win in a... A great little match here between these two. Oh, yeah. It's been a while, but definitely a match I would recommend uh, cherry-picking for those who don't usually watch NXT. This had to be one of my favorite NXT TV matches in quite a long time. And and you know what? As soon as it was announced, uh, grabbed my trusty bong, I was ready for this. And it totally delivered. Man, Tyler Bate, I've missed this guy. His mm. wrestling has been fantastic. He's put on some like pretty awesome NXT, UK, all that stuff matches. And... Watching this here, I, I give Axiom all the, the shit for being this guy in the mask. But, like, dude, anytime these guys wrestle, they're awesome. So I really love – there was no story going into this match except, hey, I think I know who you are under that mask. If anything, maybe I'm in my own bubble. We were watching. We are like, after this match, they shake hands. We were like, yo, now's the time this guy beats the shit out of him, takes the mask off, mm. and goes, like, heel or something. But I really enjoyed this match. And to see a lot of things that I haven't seen in wrestling before, including some of those arm traps and stuff like that, like, in today's age, it's probably really hard to come up with something that no one's ever really seen before. And I think Tyler Bate and Axiom are both two guys who always do that. So I actually really enjoyed this. Uh, match yeah, of the night. I, I really love this match, too. Both 
uh, I think anytime either of these guys are advertised, you know you're going to be in for a bit of a treat. My my question is, where is the kind of ceiling for both these guys? Yeah. Both, like, both are still so young, but Tyler Bate especially has been in this system for such a long time now. Yeah. And I... I don't know what the evolution is of him. In a way, as much as I know you you don't like the Axiom gimmick, I see that working a bit more on the main For roster. Him because the mask the and mask, stuff like that, just merch. being a superhero. Yeah. Kids like him. He does some flashy moves. I see him actually maybe working a bit more. And he is very bland looking under that mask. Like, not a bad looking kid. Yeah, but, not at all. But a bit bland. So I see that the Axiom thing may be working for him better. Tyler Bate, as much as... Look, I we cover NXT every week. That's what we do. If I'm seeing Tyler Bate and Axiom wrestle every week, that's awesome. But you've got to think, eventually, you've got to level up. What's the next stage? Eventually, you've got to turn into Butch or something. You know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, because yeah. I feel like we had this conversation about Tyler Bate three, four years ago. Yeah, the thing is, his, his wrestling's pretty good. His gimmick, you know, he's kind of, he has some comedy elements, but he mixes in the actual wrestling so well. In WWE, there's a ceiling for someone. Look, we got so excited when Johnny Gargano got pulled up to the main roster. They treat him like so good for about a week. And then now he's like such an afterthought, such another small guy being booked in WWE. And that's how I would imagine what would happen to Tyler Bate. Whereas I, I watch this and I'm like, oh, this is actually something I really enjoy watching. I thought I thought they both really meshed well. I mean, we do see times as well like it takes time and of the course does right we're seeing it with Sami Zayn. like exactly, he was yeah. johnny gargano on the main of course for a long for time sure. and I, I don't know i think part i feel tyler bate could have moved up with um trent a few years ago yeah, as, a tag as a team had a bit of fun as a team it would have been on the so over roster, got over and then and then move on on your own and people know you now yeah I, we'll see i i think they're both fantastic wrestlers and i i did this mat uh love this match Just yeah i really enjoyed it would re- recommend it for sure uh we we look in the chat right now uh i R- think i know you yeah. ryn says uh axiom is pretty much spider-man and uh which then made me see his other comment kind of answering a question we asked a little earlier mm. what what wrestlers would you put in oh, wrestlemania yeah. goes hollywood and ryn in the chat suggests that the bloodline should be the reservoir dogs. Love it. Oh man, if you get green, little green bag with all of them in the suits walking, the Usos, Roman, which Paul. which one doesn't tip? Uh, which one doesn't? That's tip? That's the opening scene. Is yeah, it? Uh, Paul Heyman. One hundred percent. Book it. He's still green. got that tab he hasn't paid off from years. Ah, ECW. I you, I yeah, yeah. everyone in ECW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He still owes everyone a lot of money. Uh, uh, yeah, after yeah. the match, they have a sign of respect. They shake each other's hand when Damon Kemp runs in and attacks them from behind. Oh. So, you know what? Kemp has been quite impressive in ring. Him versus Bate, I think, could be could actually be pretty solid stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kemp, cool uh, to see fight either of these guys. But yeah, I, I just was pretty blown away by this match. I I wonder if anything on Saturday could top Tyler Bate and Axiom from this match. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, we go to a video package. We see Isla Dawn round a fire and she's sprinkling shit into the fire. It was clearly from last Wednesday night, which was Burns night. It was. So like here, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire celebrating. We joked about how they probably should be celebrating together. They should be. And here they are. Well, shout out Whiskey Bry as well. Who uh... <laughs> We had a Burns night. We were Scottish last week. 
We had haggis pies. Everyone, some people, some people just went, and, and some people went, ooh, okay. Like, honestly, if if we just said, here's a pie, you'd have loved it. Yeah. Like, I've never had haggis before, but I had a haggis pie last Wednesday for Burns Night, and it was quite it was delicious. Lovely. You wouldn't know what it, like, it because of the movies it's and like things. like a meat pie. Yeah. Oh, man, it was so good. We had scotch tasting. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we um, were treated like kings. I also had a London Pride, not very Scottish, and a Guinness. <laughs> yeah, we were drinking Guinness and London Pride. We I had a sake. And then we just saw all these Scottish people drink Guinness. Like, all right, okay, it's Can okay. It's yeah. a good Guinness too. And then deep fried Mars bar for dessert. I did not know this was a Scottish thing, but oh. I learned, and it was pretty delicious. It's, pretty it's probably why my teeth are hurting today, yeah, yeah. still from last <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, and then on top of that, they played Train Spotting on the TV. Yes, T two. <laughs> it was. It was. I thought. Oh, was that what it was? I thought that was just a really long Expedia Ooh. commercial. Uh, I I uh, had a great Burns night. And then, and then we went and sang some songs. I even sang I Would Walk 500 Miles. You did, yeah. We were so Scottish last week, people. So Scottish. So, you know, happy – we hope you had a Burns night. Happy belated, guys. Not as, not as good as a Burns night as Alba Fire had, though. Yeah, so it's Isla Dawn and Alba Fire, Round of Fire. And uh, <laughs> they're purging the constraints of the past. They're, they transfigure the uninitiated members of this house as there has always been a rage in front of you. You just needed a little gentle nudge to do it. Join us as we let go of our unbridled passions, as we shed our evils, as we relinquish our need for control. These emotions never, no longer serve us. And then we see Alba Fire get some water and puts out the fire. And Submitted I, uh, for the approval of the Midnight yeah. Society. <laughs> Very much so. I call this story Very the tale so. of the two witches getting together. Yeah. Like, we kind of thought, like, hey, why don't you just be friends? So, with this ritual, the initiation process has begun. So, Isla's initiated uh, Alba Fire into her coven, I guess. Yeah, the witches are getting stronger. This, this makes, I mean, just Alba Fire's look as well with, like, the long red hair. Like, she fits this. Like, why not put them together? She's not doing anything else. We've now got another team who can face Casey and Caden down the line look i i like these two uh, the fact that they've just been kind of chilling nxt with, since nxt uk i do think that these two now as a unit could possibly just instantly become a way better thing so it makes so did, much sense did alba walk off with isla yeah last, last week she was just I laughing yeah, yeah that, that was yeah. the end of the show so okay. I, I we were joking like hey they're gonna go out for for a cold when it's burns night and like that's clearly what they did and that's what they were around the fire uh so yeah they're a team now and you know what i kind of uh I'm it's, down. it's a better direction for for Alba, certainly, but probably for both. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm liking Isla Dawn as the witch. I think she pulls it off and kind of like maybe lives the gimmick a little bit, or it mm. looks at least she does. And uh, shout out Heavy T, Big Tom in the chat, who says, Haggis is amazing. Caledonia on College Street in Toronto has great haggis. Is that where we tried to get haggis from? Uh, no, Caledonia's a bar. Oh. Yeah, we tried from the, the butchers. Um, yeah. We were at Man of Kent. We were. It was pretty an, nice. An English pub on, yeah. on Burns Night. Um, we then go backstage to Trick and Mellow, and <laughs> Mackenzie says, Trick, after that Apollo thing, you seem a little bit shaken. She's referencing how the vision showed Trick, yeah. you know, being taken out. And he says, yeah, I'm shaken like booty on a Friday night. <laughs> But not because I'm scared. Dude, he didn't even say that. He, Trick Williams, and I quote on NXT TV, said, yeah, shaking like booty meat on a Friday night. <laughs> booty meat. Shout out booty meat. Shout out booty Shaking meat. on a Friday. You know what he's talking okay. about. Bums. 
ladies' bums. Am I right? Who said it had to be ladies? He just said booty meat shaking on a Friday I night. Men can have booties too. Yeah, exactly. Come on. We're all, we're all booty here. Uh, but he says, not because I'm scared, it's because I'm cold. But he is worried about going to Vengeance Day um, and because of the, the vision, which yeah, Apollo sees scared. in his head and we see it on TV. It's, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, Mello then goes on and cuts a pretty short but effective promo here, says he's of a different caliber. And I took the guy from the sidelines to the touchlines and until, to the headlines. To the headlines. And until you beat me two out of three fools, you can never be him. Yeah, he makes a few references here, uh, including like, uh, meaning like Michael, like being the, the goat, like Michael Jackson and being the goat, like Jordan and talking about like, he was making some innuendos and some, uh, basketball references, but I love the way he ended it with, you could be this and you could be that, but you can never be him man this guy cuts great he cuts a promo like here in this backstage thing when you watch apollo's thing that had like a million different camera cuts and stupid storylines and still a terrible promo and this guy comes out here like i presume just you know one take and kills it like this guy it should be on the main roster this is what i carmelo kind of talking about when i'm seeing wesley yeah i'm like there's there's no cool factor is it because he's a heel I think that does help for sure. There's definitely you get that cool heel swagger, and then once he turns babyface, he can completely use all of this still. But he's just—he's a very natural talker. I think his his cadence is really good. He knows when to like emphasize certain words and dip his voice, and which is all all important stuff. It makes it way more engaging. I think he's he's head and shoulders above most of this roster when it comes to talking dude he's head and shoulders about most on the main roster yeah i I think it's it should really serve him well uh this act is is hot i think both of them trick is is great with mellow as well um and i'm looking forward to seeing the day they move up and hopefully aren't made into jokes or anything because these two are are pretty special look if mellow could be an absolute star look mellow versus apollo this saturday two out of three falls like i said it will probably be the best match on the show and going forward i do think that the stand and deliver big main event is carmelo versus braun i we've been saying that forever that needs to be the match he's such a good talker man and i'm sure he's gonna back it up on saturday night but great promo we follow up with an interview segment with Roxanne Perez with Toxic Attraction, JC Jane, Gigi Dolan. It's the, the split screen, both in different rooms, uh, as Vic Joseph is interviewing them from the commentary desk. And he asks uh, Roxanne how it was to be at the Rumble. She says it was unbelievable hearing my music hit and running down in my home state. It was incredible. And JC goes, yeah incredibly pathetic uh, and you're not going to wrestlemania just like you're not going to win at vengeance day and we saw your face when you were put through that table and you're going to have the same face this saturday you like to act and uh this is where roxanne says you like to act like your best friends but there was a lot of truth in what both of you were saying to each other last week mm. and it's only a matter of time before the crack show and JC continues, you have the same chance of winning at Vengeance Day as you did at the Rumble. Zero percent. You had a good run. Eight months in NXT, like going for a little jog. But you peaked at 21 years old. And that sucks for you because it all comes to an end. Roxanne keeps on trying to get a word in, but the two of them just keep interrupting her and say, you made one mistake messing with Toxic Attraction 
And whether you like it or not, it will be two versus one. Your 15 minutes of fame are over. And Roxanne's had enough at this point. Gets up, leaves the interview. And Vic's like, yo, why did you have to do that? Come on, girls. Yeah. And Gigi tells Vic that you're trying to find a crack between us and there isn't one. And the last few weeks, there has been a vacation from Toxic Attraction being dominating. But come Vengeance Day, it will shift right back to that when I become, sorry, we become an AC <laughs> champion. Uh-oh. And you get a quick look from JC to Gigi like, mm. I, when Roxanne charges in, taking out both and like diving through the set. pulling Yeah, the whole, whole set, set falls apart. Yeah. Kind of fun little brawl. Yeah, there, they're, they're pulled apart. You know, it's a brawl when Robbie Brookside gets involved. Yeah. Fake uh, Regal. Not quite William Regal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, love him. Loved Robbie Brookside. But yeah, uh, you know what? I didn't like the the first chunk of it. But then when Roxanne left, you're like, okay, she's going to go beat them up. And when she did, it was effective. And I did like the the glance of Gigi slipping up. Like, oh, sorry, we, when we. Mm. So uh, you know what? Uh, not too big of a build for this. But I think there could be some fun stuff in the match. So I'll give them, I'll give them some hope. Yeah, I, my issue is I, I think we're going to see... We've already seen the like yeah. the cracks between the two and then finally turning on each other and then put back together. I think we're getting that well, again in the match. I thought, I thought you were going to say we've already seen them fight like a bunch, which we have over the past eight months. Like They've fought in different, so many different tags and singles and stuff with these two as well, with G- Roxanne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's just, and it's it's very predictable who's going to win. I yeah. can't see top two coming out. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> we go to Danny Palmer who's in the ring. She's going to take on the debuting Stevie Turner, the streamer. That's right. From the future. Uh, YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana Pod. Yes. No, uh, no, whatever uh, her at thing is. She looks like our chat thing when mm. we had the little chat screen box yeah. thing. She's like a real Twitch streamer here. Uh, I'm not too familiar with Donnie, Danny Palmer, but it looks like she has wrestled on Level Up and some other okay. NXT stuff. So uh, she actually looked pretty good in here. Let's talk about Stevie Turner, though, the streamer gimmick character, right? Her entrance is she comes out like she's Trinity in the Matrix. Yes. Like she looks, she looks like she's okay. If you've seen the Matrix, when they walk in to the the lobby, the mm-hmm. lobby scene, the best scene, when her Neo and Trinity walk in with their coats and their guns, I'm thinking that. And then Stevie Turner gets in the ring, and her pose to hard cam is two guns to the camera. I'm like, okay, clearly she is on the same page. But then I started thinking of like the robot in Euro Trip, the mime, and then like this robot guy in Grandma's Boy. I don't know. She's got like these glasses, the things. I'd be interested look. to because neither of us really game a, a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I imagine she's a streamer. It's you know, like your Fortnite's, that Hit kind man. of thing. I don't know. If you're playing these games, like, let us know if she's referencing she any of this stuff. Because all of it will just go over our heads. It's very, like, cyberpunk, you know, yeah. whatever that game is. Like, like all, like... like Apex, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Look, I, I'm sure some, it could get over, but, uh, yeah, the match happens. So, the match happens. It's a lot of big boots from, from Stevie. Lots of kicks. Like, uh, Haluva kicks. Sami Zayn style. Haluva kicks, yeah. like face washes. Uh, there's a running big boot. Uh, Palmer starts to fight back with some leaping clotheslines and the Luthers press. And then uh, uh, Stevie hits like a modified DDT, followed by a kind of sit-out Urinagi... Side effect. Side effect. Matt Hardy style. Um, for the win. She yeah. must. The streamer with the side chat box must be a fan of when Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy did it, version yeah. one. That's clearly the shout-out there. And Vic says a futuristic finish there. Side effect? I guess so. The DDT was cool, but... 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? Both, both here. Cause again, usually it's just like the enhancement talent getting beat up here, but I thought she actually shined through as, as well. But Stevie Turner, I've seen a little bit in NXT, uh, UK when she was wrestling there, but enough to go, okay, like for a first time. She had like yeah. a Dakota Kai thing about her, I thought, like yeah. a lot of kicks and actually quite a lot more aggressive than I was expecting from her. Right. Um, Definitely, we weren't sure if she was a babyface or a heel a few weeks ago, but definitely last week they kind of made it solidified what she yeah. is. It works a lot better for the character. It's um, almost- and yeah, like a quick out uh, showing, but I, I think she impressed enough. Like, like what we're gonna see her she, the the streams that we've seen her like where she's kind of being rude, and that's why we know mm-hmm. like she's like a heel. And here she's beaten up like an enhancement talent and using like some serious kicks and stuff. So she's playing in the bad guy, but like, what's the next step for this? Like streamer gamer thing. Like, is she going to be on headset making fun of people's moms, you know, calling people like uh, in the chat, what doxing people, what else could she possibly do? I think that she definitely, I I imagine next week we'll be probably watching her watch this This match match back and kind of commenting on it. And I think if she needs, when she starts building feuds, she should be making fun of people's matches yeah, on yeah. the stream. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Kind of like what we do. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know what? For a first time, go, uh, cool. But I, I want to see what the character, cause it can be, a, it can easily go into the category of a character that like I hate. But so far, all right, let's see where we can go with it. We see Kiana James back, uh, backstage on the phone and she finishes her phone call by saying, I love you too. And Fallon Henley walks in and hears it. And says, I knew you were going to break his heart. And, and Keanu's going, it's, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. But they're interrupt by Caden and Katana. And they say, oh, sounds like there's some trouble with the number one contenders here. And they start saying about, you've been a team for one week and we've been best friends. And, and Fallon just cuts them off. It's like, we know. Everyone knows. Yeah. You tell us every fucking week. We know. <laughs> Your team for years. But on Saturday, I'm going all out. And Kiana says, we're going all out. And the tag champs walk off and Fallon says, let's stay together for Saturday. But this conversation is not over. So um, who was Kiana James talking to? Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. There is a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Look, first of all, Kiana James... Think, let's think about whenever you talk on the phone uh, while at your workplace. Uh, who do you have conversations with that you end, I love you? Is it a spouse? Is it a boyfriend? A lover? A mistress? A mister? A grandma? Yeah, a grandma? An uncle? Like, you know, like, so she could be talking to someone that is just like a family member. I think it's a family. Yeah. However, she didn't go, oh, it was my aunt. It was my aunt. So she could have just easily distracted that. She didn't go, look, it's just pizza, pizza in my phone. It says it right there. You can't, you know, she could be lying. We don't know that. However, we're overlooking something here. And, you know, WWE has been, been doing a pretty good job of storylines and following the little things. Look mm-hmm. at the bloodline doing excellent stuff. Look at Chase University. Excellent stuff. You're missing a key part in this match okay. on Saturday. Kiana James is now with Brooks, Brooks Jensen. Jensen. And Fallon Henley is like the manager and there's that, that storyline going on with, you know, can we trust her and mm. stuff when they're facing the original girls that used to hang out with Brooks 
Jensen and Josh oh, Briggs. Yeah. They'd go to concerts together. They were he was so nervous to ask them out. Brooks liked He loved Kaden. them. Exactly. He loved Kaden. So I mean really talk about some some like you know, oh, I, I hope they're right. Here. I hope they some drama here. I hope they bring that back into it because they absolutely should. They have to. No, Brooks and Jensen on the show tonight. They're getting ready for their big match on Saturday. They're in that match, right? Oh, interesting. So, yeah, if you remember, that was the storyline going for quite a while. Was like how he was too nervous to like ask Caden. Yeah, do they would go out. They you want to go out as friends and go out. They would go to the concerts and stuff. Super annoying. Mm. That was great. Interesting. Yeah, no, you're completely right. And now look at him. That. He's got girls who are fighting over him. Mm. Times have changed. And you know what? Briggs and Jensen, they also got a new shirt on WWE Shop. So Is it nice? Go buy it. Yeah. Um, the, the other aspect is, like, maybe Kiana's talking to uh, Fallon's granddad, who owns the bar. I, I love you, too. <laughs> She's trying to get that bar still. What is this? Dynasty? Yeah. Dallas? Yeah. Okay, we want to get real crazy with some... Look, NXT with the wild, you know, who shot who here with the leg parking lot thing. But now, maybe Keanu James was on the phone with Josh Briggs. Oh. That could break his heart. I don't know how that helps anyone. No, it doesn't, but it's juicy. It doesn't get to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) It's juicy. It gets the people going. So, I mean, what, what is... Are you suggesting Brooks turns to help Caden win and joins her? Oh, I don't know what I'm suggesting, to be honest. I just figure Keanu leaves and joins with Briggs yeah. for no reason whatsoever. I still, I've been saying this for a long time, but Caden and Katana need to be heels. Yeah. yeah. Like, just here, they're so, like... They're, they're always, like, sniping at people. Yeah. And they're meant to be the baby faces. Yeah, it's true. But, yeah, can't wait to see uh, that match. Yeah. We go to the ring... Charlie Dempsey taking on Drew Gulak. Uh, Little Flower. Yeah, match we've been looking forward to for a while. Um, there's this beautiful, like, double underhook from Dempsey suplex into this front, I guess, like a frontful Nelson uh, submission there. Yeah, crazy back and forth chain wrestling. Very, like, on top of each other, countering, flipping over, chain side locks and really impressive really beginning of the match uh double underhook again from dempsey a german with a bridge for a two and then this modified dragon screw uh leg whip from dempsey which looked very nice uh gulak starts to come back with the clothesline um there's this unique looking backbreaker from dempsey dempsey then applies the chicken wing clearly hadn't talked to dijak earlier <laughs> about who's doing this move um and then dempsey gets shoved into hank walker uh, who's on the uh, knocking him off the apron? Like they clock heads. They clock heads. Uh, Walker's actually his lip, I think, was busted here. Gulak rolls up Dempsey to pick up the win. So they're selling that Dempsey got pinned because of this head bump. Yeah, like because he got not. It did look pretty nasty, as you said. Hank was bleeding, but again, kind of uh, prolonging these. These. these this is not a storyline that's going to be featured on the Saturday, so it kind of prolongs now. We're wondering, like, hey, is Charlie joining Gulak and Hank? Are they now going to kick Hank out? Are they going to turn? Like, Gulak is a natural heel. So apparent is the villain's son, William Regal's mm. kid here, Dempsey. You imagine you pair them together. I think we can get another bigger match between these two as well, Dempsey and Gulak. Absolutely. I, I what This just wet the whistle. Uh, earlier the night with Bait and Axiom, they were given a bit more time to kind of flesh mm. things out, whereas these two probably had a set time for this. What I what I really like with Dempsey is he does a lot of moves we see from other people, but he just 
hits them differently. Like a lot of his suplexes where you'd normally kind of go around the, the waist, like a waist lock into it. He tends to like suplex from the chest and even his like backbreakers and his dragon, dragon screws. screws and stuff. He does it in a way that not many people does. Yeah. And it makes everything he do does look so unique and he's different, good. but still having that kind of throwback style. I, I think he's really impressive. Yeah. Uh, loving, loving, uh, Charlie Dempsey so far. We go to Von Wagner's locker room where he's mad and Robert Stone asks him quite a justified question here. He goes, why do you have me as a manager? Von's like, excuse me? He goes, I've managed you for over a year and I know nothing about you. Is- I go to talk and you talk like, what do you want? You're big and you growl. That's all you do, but so does everyone. Show me who you are inside. Help me help you. Help me help you. As he goes full on Jerry, Jerry Maguire. Maguire right here. Great movie. It holds up. Oh, it nice. came on the other night and I couldn't turn it off. Tom Cruise. Fantastic. I don't know. I've been in a Tom Cruise uh, resurgence ever since Maverick. Don't Top feel Gun. guilty. He's, yeah, he's I don't a fantastic care. actor. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan's favorite. <laughs> Hulk Hogan's not showing up in the next Top Gun movie. Uh, yeah. Robert Stone, Bob Stone, whoever they're calling him here. Bob Stone is the definite Jerry Maguire. Mr. Stone. Yeah, Mr. Stone. Sorry. <laughs> Bob Stone. Uh that's what they jokingly call him. Uh, doing the Jerry Maguire pretty funny, but also like explaining to him, like, yo, like, what are we doing here, Vaughn? We got nothing going on. It's about, to, like, I, I kind of like this from Robert Stone's point of view because yeah. it, it's been the same with every. Remember when he uh, was with, like, Tyra yeah. Valkyrie? Is that her name? He was with so many people. Well, I can't remember when. She was a Monet. Monet, she? yeah. Where Frankie Monet. He was the manager, but she did everything. It, it's always been the case. So. What was the dog's name, though? Um, That's a good trivia question. Ah, poo poo. It's the best thing going in NXT yeah, for some time. Dog. Yeah. Um, it's going to drive me wild. So I guess we're getting some sort of evolution of Vaughn. Yeah. I mean, I guess we need to, right? But it's funny that he said, like, show me who you are inside. Mm. So maybe we're going total, like, left field here and Vaughn's going to become, like, this, sensitive. Yeah. Sensitive Vaughn. Good. Because it's true. He's like, you're big and you growl. Like, Cool. What if you tried being nice? That. Maybe we'll get further. Is what They're going to give him Sanger's old gimmick? Is that, is that what it is? Yoga and weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try it, Vaughn. You won't growl as much as what yeah. he's going to say. Also, uh, I, I'm pretty sure that Vic Joseph has referenced this, but we used to call Robert Stone when he started coming out with the ponytail and the thing, Steven Seagal, yeah. and Vic Joseph did call him that tonight, did, which got, yes. me, got me popping for sure. And, well, that takes us to our main event of the evening, it's a triple threat tag match where the winning team will join the fatal four-way uh, tag team championship match at uh, Vengeance Day, which is so far Gallus, New Day, and pretty deadly. Yeah. Uh, so this is the Dyad versus Malik Blade and Idris Anofi and Chase U, made up of Andre Chase and uh, Duke Hudson. And this sometimes we've seen in NXT where triple threat tags are three in the ring at the same time. This is one of the ones where it's two in the ring and you can tag any team member. Yeah. 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 So uh, Rip Fowler uh, tags Anofe early on with a uh, big chop across the chest. We're forgetting something. Oh, yeah. This chest is exposed. Is exposed. Meaning Idris was not wearing his shirt. He got the tattoo removed. Yeah. Laser removal. Yeah, that's right why now. he was wearing this vest. He didn't, he, it was hurting too much. So he had to get the WWE logo laser removed off. Yeah. Now he can finally wrestle again with a bare, that's clean true. chest. Uh, <laughs> Andre blocks a roll up with a pin of his own and says to, I think it's Malik Idris. Here, yeah, Idris yeah. He says, that is a teachable moment. Uh, there's 
On the outside, the uh, dyad do their... The dyad lads. Do their... Uh, where Jagger Reed leaps over the top rope and kind of spikes the opponent it into looks the like, shoulder breaker. Yeah. But because Fowler, his back is to the camera here, How many it times? looked like the... <laughs> I've said this before. The tombstone. Yeah, I, like weeks ago, months ago, I said that to you and you're like, oh yeah, I can see that. And this week you're watching, you're like, did they just hit the melter driver? What is that? <laughs> I think I think it must be a deliberate thing. I guess. Like Gibson angling his back. Yeah. So it's it's a shoulder breaker. But Chase sells the, the shoulder. Back, it sounds like, it looks like yeah, a, it's funny. A, the melter driver. Uh, pretty fun. Um, Chase then goes to tag Duke, but he's been knocked off the apron. Uh, he then goes to tag uh, Anofe on the other side, but the Dyad have pulled off Malik and uh, Anofe, uh, allowing the Dyad to continue the beatdown on Chase. They hit the assisted backstabber, but Chase kicks out. Rip then calls Chase a hypocrite and a fool. <laughs> a fool? A fool. Uh, Chase then makes the tag... And Duke Hudson has his fun uh, hot tag power-up moment. He does the chase you jabs and the big elbow, followed by a running senton, and then his leap over the top rope into a German suplex, which looks pretty nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, Malik comes in with his uh, D'Lo Brown-esque low-down frog splash. Yeah, looking pretty sweet. Really and then, nice. like, uh, the crowd were really getting into this because, like, they've won some matches with this before. And then they hit, which is kind of, I guess, their other finisher. Well, yeah, uh, Idris follows up with the elbow drop, and then it's the Feynman's carry blockbuster. Yeah, I remember Crime Time used to call this the G9. All right. Similar move here, yeah. Uh, but everyone breaks up the pin. Uh, Anofe and Blade both hit tandem con Hilos over the top. I feel like both overshot this and just went flying. They're on fire. They've got hops. Yeah. Um, and then there's a Tower of Doom spot with Andre Chase at the bottom. Just stacking like, everyone. Acts like he's like the big show off. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Teachable moment. Um, and then he follows up with the Chase you stomps. Give me a C. Give me an H. But Ava Rain gets on the apron. Thea Hale runs around and takes her out. And then there's the Frat Liner. <laughs> I imagine this is something maybe they've been doing on Level Up, because I don't know. If, I think we've seen, seen it once, It's yeah. the, the gory special into, like, a, a, a flatliner. Flat uh, Double really, team move. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I love the name, the flatline. It's Because they're the, yeah. And Chase You win in, I'd say, a bit of an upset. Chase You? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what, though? The storyline has been pretty good. We've been, been joking for weeks that it's the bloodline storyline of NXT with the Chase You Duke Hudson thing, and... You know what? They have kind of deserved uh, to be featured on a, on a spot. They've been a prominent like bit on this show week by week. So yeah, they should be involved. I I am kind of bummed. I actually we we literally talked about this last week. But why is Gallus in this match? It actually should be Malik and Idris. Idris They've been yeah. getting so over, just so organically. And watching this here tonight, you go, okay, Chase, you and these this other team are fantastic. Unfortunately, uh, I didn't think uh, the the Dyad lads kind of show up as much as they used to. We used to be big fans of these guys back yeah. in the day, and they just haven't hit it the same way. Maybe it's just kind of eh, whatever. But yeah, uh, I, the match the match at the pay per view on Saturday, sorry, PLE is New Day, Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and now Chase U. And I'm definitely like, man, is it elimination. It just says Fatal Four Way, so. 
Hmm. Probably not. One, you know, four teams, so many different ways you could lose the titles. Yeah, I, I guess it's so New Day aren't taking a pin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, After the match, there was... Uh, so we see up. Dallas on the perch, folding their arms, wearing shirts, um, and Pretty Deadly are on the ramp, and New Day come up on the screen and pretty much celebrate the win for Chase U, congratulate them. Um, they don't seem to be taking these tag titles too seriously. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I... Would... Would Chase U make sense? Absolutely. If you're continuing this Duke Hudson yeah. story? Yeah. Like, give it to them. Give it to them, and they lose it uh, at the next PLE. Like, definitely do that run. Uh, if it's, it's definitely... Or even a quick one on TV and put it on pretty deadly sure. fucking them over or something like it can't be gallus any other option but gallus. but gallus i don't care but it should be chase you after watching this here like winning the like wild card spot it's the story you want to see right like the yeah the fighting chance kind of thing so i, I agree with you i i don't think dyad particularly showed up in this but i i think malik and idris are, they did. are so fun to watch and chase you i i think duke like he him working as a baby face. I mean, is he? Isn't he? But like his baby face kind of power up spot is so fun to watch. And Andre Chase as well. Like I, I had a lot of fun in this match, and I think the four way could be pretty fun too. See, like all all you need to do if you have gambling problems, just go to university, and everything will. I guess so. Look up for you. Do that's I need what to go I, back that's, to university? That's what I learned from watching Duke free university. That's He used to be playing poker. Look yeah. at him now. Look at him now. Shining in a title match on Saturday. But a pretty pretty good episode of NXT. I, honestly. I really enjoyed tonight. I thought there was a, a lot of wrestling, but actually a lot of pretty good wrestling as well. And you furthered some stories. I think it built up Saturday quite well. Um, but, you know, like... Axiom Tyler Bate was fantastic. I enjoyed the yeah event. stealing the show, making me in a good, putting me in a good mood for sure. When I, I get a match that at least I'm like, okay, that was that was pretty great. Uh, the wrestling definitely was hitting. The main event, Idris and Malik always the opening tag. I quite yeah, enjoyed. you know yeah. what? There was there was some good bits of wrestling that we would definitely recommend, especially that Tyler Bate Axiom match. But again, kind of furthering the stories. There isn't there isn't much else to do. They showed a video for Braun and, and Waller. It it filled us all in. They'll probably replay it with a bit more on the actual Saturday. The two out of three false thing, I thought Mello sounded great. He just made a complete joke of Cruz, but I know he'll back, Cruz will back up in the ring, hopefully, and I still think that will be a show stealer. And if it doesn't, then Wes and Dijak, as much as I hated the build for that on tonight's show, going into that match. That was the weakest for sure. It will still be a good match because bell to bell, those two definitely know what they're doing. And I, and I, I feel like hopefully they'll have some pretty good chemistry when they kind of, clash on saturday yeah. as well but you know what so like some good stuff with nxt because it is progressing stuff that isn't going to be featured on saturday which which people can critique like oh why would you do that you're trying to sell like this pay-per-view but like you're not it's the wwe network it's like you already if you're watching this you probably have that you're probably going to want to see what's going on and they did hook me for some little things like the the gulak school of hard knocks with charlie dempsey and yeah seeing what kind of happens with uh axiom maybe taking on kemp but uh Saturday has an okay card and an okay build, but I, I am looking way more forward to this than I have probably for the past few NXT don't call them takeovers. Yeah. Which um, do we want to... I'm just looking from uh, WrestleTix just for uh, Saturday show. Yeah, this you is, going? Uh, I mean, this the latest I can see is from about a month ago, but it's they're set up for f- just about 4,500. Nice. And they've... 
as of December, they'd sold almost 3,000. So it should be okay. a pretty, pretty good crowd. Yeah, I, they haven't said it sold out or anything, but I'm sure it'll have a loud crowd. Their first show in a, quite a while. Again, separate show on their own. Uh, I'm hoping that the crowd in, in Charlotte – sorry, uh, Sh- Charlakalaki? What is- it, it's it's going to be interesting because this is like, yeah, it's a, it's a show completely on its own for the first time since Portland? Is Damn, it? Wow. That's the last NXT like standalone. Not, like we had the standard deliver, but that was piggybacking off. Yeah, it'll be interesting how many people are you know know these characters. How many are just going because ah oh, WWE's in town? I got a ticket. Or how many NXT? Are... What's the... <laughs> yeah? Like who who will be over and not with yeah. this crowd? Because we know who's over in like it's a very polite crowd at the CWC. Right. Like, yeah. They, they support everyone and they they elevate most things. Yeah. I, I'd be curious. Let's do some predictions mm. for NXT Vengeance Day this Saturday. Again, we will be going live Sunday, 2 p.m. Let's give some predictions here. On wood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's start off with Roxanne Perez taking on Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in a triple threat match, meaning it's not a handicap match, but we'll probably see those two fight. Uh, I it, see Roxy winning it. It's going to be double team for the whole time until JC and Gigi eventually break down and Roxanne takes advantage and wins. Damn. So Roxanne. Yeah, for sure. What about Wesley going up against Dijak? Will justice be served? It'll be some cold I, justice for Dijak. I think Wesley retains. It would be like kind of a bummer because his title run hasn't really been not, it hasn't been much to BH, but Dijak coming in and losing. We kind suck. of know we're already going back to Tony and Dijak. It's just whether that's for the title or not right. after this. Yeah. Uh, but I think Wesley could have some more interest. Tony could be involved. More he interesting could cost matches someone. after with other people as champions. Yeah. New Day putting the tag titles on the line against Gallus, Pretty Deadly, and Chase U. I think we're, we got to support Chase U. But, uh, I'd, I'd love to see it. High hopes for Chase U. Yeah, for sure. Love to see it. Let's get that Chase U storyline going on until we get the big swerve angle with Duke. I think it could be, I think it actually could work better for Pretty Deadly to just hold, it doesn't even need to be till the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And I think it could be a good way of getting, I prefer to see Pretty Deadly, like a bit of heel heat beating them for it and then Creed's against Pretty Deadly again at standard deliver. But I, I just worry about the Gallus effect. Are we getting what happened at the Royal Rumble just a week ago where the match ends and then the big beat-down turn angle happens and Duke and... Andre Chase beats up Duke. <laughs> that would be wild. But no. Maybe. Be a hail. Like, yeah. <laughs> Apollo Crews, Carmelo Hayes. Oh, sorry. So what did you, who are you saying within that match? Sorry. I'm going with Chase U. Chase U. All the way. Chase U. Chase you a, a little a little three week run. New Day don't need to be channels, here anymore, yeah. but they'll help they help sell tickets for yeah. this thing. I saw Xavier Woods on Pictionary the other day. How did Miz. He, do? he did good. He helped he helped the, his team win. Miz Miz lost. Miz was opposing him, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh I, with his tiny balls. Xavier Xavier Woods is a smart guy. He's good at Pictionary. Uh what else was there on this show? Yes, predictions for Apollo Cruz and Carmelo Hayes. It's it's gotta be Hayes. Nothing but net. Yeah, it's got to be. He's got to be the next challenger. Hasn't chan- challenged for the main title yet, as far as I yeah. can remember. Uh, Cruz has had his moment with Bron. I don't think Cruz Bron two does anything for anyone really. No, it's a shame they like Apollo's a very talented wrestler, but it's he keeps on getting like just bad gimmicks Apollo, and stuff. Apollo, but he also yeah. doesn't really break beyond that either. So I'm going mellow. 
Mello is money. I think he wins and goes on to be uh, the champ by the end of this year for sure. Uh, Apollo Crews, after this match, will have visions of main event and superstars, <laughs> I think. Uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter taking on and putting their titles on the line against Fallon Henley and Kiana James. I feel the champs are going to retain. I can see them building up for the witches at Stand and Deliver. <laughs> Those witches! We need a third Those witch, witches! Though, don't we really? They come in threes. This is true. We need a, like, a Winnie Sanderson who'd, sister who'd here. Be a, who'd be a good witch? Who'd be join? a good boss witch. Boss witch. What, what other redheads are there? True. They Are they both ging- gingers? Yeah. Damn. Should I join the witches? Yeah. <laughs> what, be their warlock, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Big ginger beard you got scott scottish in you yeah i told you i got a little bit in yeah, all right <laughs> could use a little bit more no <laughs> like yeah we're on the post feed we, we... uh i'm trying to think like any are there anyone else that could you're right witches do come in threes but we do have them they could be fighting for the tag titles. Mm. so like uh i think katana and caden win because i do see the witches in the future winning those titles uh what about the main event Steel cage match, Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller. Uh, I I think we're going to uh, we're going to Bron Apollo. Yeah, sorry, Bron uh, Bron Mello. Mello. Yeah. So I'd say uh, I'd say Bron. I do too. He's gonna break the. Ca- he's but gonna break I, the I cage. I can see Waller as a kind of character who would upset okay. as well. Yeah, I mean Bron breaks things, right? What if he breaks the one side of the cage with Waller doing the. St. Valentine's Day massacre finish where yeah. Big Show threw Stone Cold at the thing, right? The the cage falls out and he technically Mono. wins. Yeah, I could I could see something like that happening. Interesting. Yeah. And maybe there's a you know a TV special before Stand and Deliver that he wins the title back from Grayson Waller. That mm. could be something. I'm not sure, but hey, why not? I wonder uh, whether we'll get. Uh, Cora versus Lyra on a pre-show. Or <laughs> you really something. want to watch that, man? <laughs> no, I'm just. No, it's, you're right. It's, they do it on Raw all the time, but it's not often on NXT they tease it and announce then, something yeah. and there wasn't even any, oh, it's happening next week. I'm wondering because so. they're on the road, will they film some dark matches? Will they have a pre-show? Will they film stuff for the week after? Will Tuesday be preempted? Like, you know, like. Yeah, they haven't stuff. really done that since the US yeah. network thing. But yeah. Network. But yeah, so there's our predictions for Vengeance Day. There is uh, two pieces of feedback here in our group. Hey, join the Poison Rana Facebook group. We post feedback threads for this show, and we'll read it here. I'll read one from Frank Sulo. Fire Frank, BD Chip. He says, Axiom and Bait ruled. I wonder what happened to a kid, though. <laughs> he says, Trick made me burst out laughing. Uh, and then said, he also says, where's Booker's coffee? Uh, the faux Twitch chat was a nice touch for Stevie, but it was missing Jordan dropping frog emojis. <laughs> Very excited to see Chase you work together and advance to Charlotte. Vengeance Day could be a low-key gem of a show. See you Saturday. We'll see you then, Frank. Yeah. Jump. Uh, trick uh, saying uh, booty meat is mm. funny, yeah. We got an Andrew who says, A while back, Shawn Michaels talked about not wanting to give Sanger a stereotypical gimmick. Now, I'm not sure whether the gear he's wearing is Indian or not, but he looked fine in boots and trunks. I hated the gear he and Veer, Veer were wearing, and it does seem like they're going backward with both of them, at least in their presentation. The video of them trying to figure out who attacked Nikita was somewhat amusing in that they showed a ton of people who just walked past her laying on the ground <laughs> they in didn't pain, care. No. and nobody cared. No, not at all. Either, either Nikita is hated by everyone at NXT, or parking lot attacks happen so frequently that it's just normal to see some laid out. I guess it is just a dangerous place. 
And lastly, Stevie Turner does seem to be the old man's interpretation of a Twitch streamer. Once she starts yelling poggers and selling her her bathwater, we'll know they're starting to catch up. I don't know if I said something wrong then. Andrew... Uh, I don't know what I know what, what I Twitch know streamers what are you're watching. I don't, I don't want to know what all these <laughs> What you're mean. doing with stream services, <laughs> but... <laughs> Until then, F's in the chat, I guess. Also, an important question. Am I the only one having trouble with the t- aiming in GoldenEye on the Switch? <laughs> I seem to be struggling a lot more than when I would play on my N64. Trying to blow up the machine gun turrets is a pain. All right, Andrew, Braden, you got me back here. Braden, uh, answer. Look, the greatest video game ever created was re-released this week on Nintendo Switch. Yes, GoldenEye 64 is on the expansion pack on the Switch. Uh, And uh, send me your friend codes if you ever want to get blasted in GoldenEye. However, Andrew is correct. And I had a few listeners uh, message me about this this week. The aiming is just a little different, like a little harder to get head, like to, to get headshots than I am normally remember playing. So you are right. So maybe it's like something they'll fix, or you can also change the controls to different controls for your Switch to maybe make it feel like. You can also just buy an N64 extender because it plays weird. Remember, you shoot the back okay. and stuff? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I know what you're I saying. I love that controller. Uh, Goldeneye on the Switch so far is a banger, and I've just been listening to the theme song like all day on it's just so good the, mm. the one you pause it that's the best one the watch pause music that's yeah. the best one yeah golden night forever thank you andrew and frank for writing <laughs> <laughs> thank you. i don't want to know about bathwater do you play golden eye when you're in the bathwater <laughs> is it safe to look up what a pogger is uh, it sounds rude. I know what a pog is. I know what a pog is. Like the the game pogs or like P A W G. Got you, got yeah. you. All right. Uh, well, that was NXT. That was up next, everybody. We will be back this Sunday, two p.m. Eastern time, live on the Post YouTube feed. Uh, audio up after that, talking all about Vengeance Day from this Saturday. So uh, yeah, come hang out this Sunday. You looked up what pogger is. Yeah, it's not. Originating from an emote on the streaming platform Twitch, Poggers or Pog is an internet slang term used to express enthusiasm, mostly among online games. So it's all right. Nice. I just I still don't know. What I know, is. like when Andrew's had that polar ice and fried chicken, he can get yeah. a little wild. So yeah. I, I just I just worry sometimes. It's true. Uh, I worry about you and why you haven't gone to patreon.com slash poisonrana because it's only five bucks to become a friend you get a whole month access to all the podcasts coming out all the podcasts that we have including best match ever stephanie mcmahon best match ever great muda uh some retro nxt reviews was next Uh, we have some movie reviews you know the royal rumble was this weekend but the real royal rumble this weekend was us watching and reviewing battle royale from the year 2000. If you mm. haven't seen this movie, you should look it up. Quentin Tarantino's favorite movie. Wow. So we talk all about it, and that was fun. Shout out uh, our our friend Dan, our fam Dan, who picked it for us to review because Japanuary is coming to an end and a whole new month on our Patreon is starting. So go check us out. It's only five bucks. You get access to like 500 podcasts, so many different things. Go check us out on our socials at Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I did a TikTok the other day, guys. I'm learning. Nice. How did it feel? It took me 30 <laughs> minutes to do it, and then I, it deleted it. it oh. So I had to redo it again. But then the second time, I did it in like two minutes. So it was okay. Good but yeah, stuff. go check us out. I'm a 31-year-old trying to learn TikTok. So mm-hmm. follow the adventures. Uh, you can follow my adventures. I, myself, Braden Harrington, Twitter, Instagram, at the Bray D. And you can find me sipping Havana clubs (laughs) on a beach on Cuba on my Instagram and Twitter at Davey Portman 
Yeah, he decided to go on vacation uh, when there's a pay-per-view weekend. <laughs> Uh, it's like I, it's NXT, there's, every, there's a pay-per-view week yeah, it's every NXT, weekend doesn't it's count. like and the, the flights were cheap you're not going to miss the rumble and it's negative 30 this weekend so I think I picked the best weekend to go to Jeez. plus 30 weather yeah, yeah. damn uh, so next week I'll be joined by Sino on yes. Tuesday night so uh, and, yeah and pray for internet connections in Cuba guys so yeah yeah it's been a good time. Do yeah. they have Rogers in Cuba? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Well, he's just going to kill someone. Yeah. I mean, John can't do the show with you because <laughs> until he's sorted out. Uh, uh. Uh, all right, guys. Thank oh. you so much. Uh, we love and appreciate anyone who listens to us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a nice little review. Give us likes, retweets. They all go a very, very long way. And we love and appreciate you. And stay warm wherever you are. It's yeah. cold. Like you said. And like and subscribe to this to post as well. Hit the like on that. We love you all. Uh, Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And see you Sunday because we'll be shaking Shaking our our booty booty meat. Ahoy!